Hey, y'all. How's it going, Aji? Quode Aji's. Do what you're doing. Father Stephen, Father Stephen Gadberry, y'all probably know me by now. Um, if you're new to the channel, welcome. I'm a Catholic priest who every now and then just jumps on the, the microphone and and just thinks out loud. I started this podcast as a as a personal exercise for for a few different reasons. Personal accountability for me to you know do something to challenge me to something to kind of hold me accountable, something to make me think out loud, something to help me process thoughts and experiences that I've had. Um, there's just uh, there's those those are kind of some some basic reasons for for um, you know for, for 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 what I do. And if if you know if, if some of y'all can enjoy what I share through that. Even better, even better, even better. How, how we doing though? What's good? What's good? Um, how are you blessed? How are you? How are you blessed right now? You're you're blessed by something. How are you blessed? Finish that statement. I am blessed because. I am blessed because because why? I don't know. You finish that. Only you, you know. I don't know, but you know. Finish it. Why are you blessed? Um, hope you are doing good. Yeah, I did the harmonica today. I've been doing the, the guitar. The yeah, the harmonica's fun. I used to play this sucker a lot. Wow, I need to dig her out. And, uh, not, not just one. I got a bunch. I got a ton of them. need to start playing them more. Um, yeah, just fun little instruments. Um... The, um, yep, Mississippi Sax. <laughs> the tin sandwich. Yep, that's, that's the harmonica right there. Yeah, so, anyhow, yeah, a little, so just a few quick thoughts tonight. Not, not a ton. It's actually something that kind of came up, you know, uh, a number of weeks ago. Maybe, a, pff, 6, 16, 12, about a, like, Six weeks ago or so, five or six weeks ago, it was during the summer when the seminarian was here. Um, I was just one of the readings at at mass was from Exodus chapter fourteen. And that's you know Moses is making his way through the promised land, and that's when he comes to the Red Sea. And what happens at the Red Sea with Moses? You know the the Red Sea is split in two, and then the Israelites go through, and then the and then the the Egyptians come and follow and they get swallowed up by the sea yeah so that's it this is after you know they're going through the through the desert 40 years walking in circles don't know what's going on they're on their journey to the promised land following the trying to do the best they can to follow the lord day and night and they keep screwing up but but they keep trying they get to the red sea and they're like oh shit we got a damn lake how are we going to get past this thing we don't have boats we got a bunch of people Oh gosh! And the Lord is, you know, telling Moses like, "Hey, I'm with you. I'm with you. Don't forget that." And that—that's—that's that's what I was wanting to talk to talk about tonight, or today, or this morning. <laughs> I'm recording it. This is a nighttime, but I don't. It's it'll be published some morning. Um, probably maybe you know, a couple days or something. Um, 
Yeah. So like they get there, they're like, what's going on? And the Lord's like, listen, it's okay. So the Israelites, they, they journey through the desert for 40 years. 40 years. That's got to that's gotta suck. Um, maybe it's awesome. I don't know. Jeez. <laughs> right now, right now in my, in my life, 40 years in the desert sounds pretty damn good. <laughs> I'm not, I don't want to curse myself. I'm not trying to curse myself. Lord, listen, I love you. I'm not trying to taunt you. Um, but I just need a break. Actually, I'm going on a break in a couple of weeks, a few weeks. I'm going to, going to hunt elk in Colorado, and that's going to be so fun. <laughs> I'll try to get some podcasts recorded before I leave so they can come up while I'm out there, but... Oh my gosh, I can't wait. You know, that's a challenge in itself. The that I've been mentally broken, just destroyed whenever I go out there. It's so I'm pushed to my physical limits, but also my emotional and spiritual and psychological limits. It's brutal. Brutal. Um if you can hear the I don't know if you can hear the dogs barking, they're outside barking at, at the neighbors or something. The Israelites, though, Exodus chapter 14, Moses and all his people, they get to the Red Sea. The Red Sea splits in two and they go through. Now, when I was you know, reading through that reading about a month and a half ago, it just really hit me hard. They were journeying and journeying and journeying and they get to the lake and they're like, well, damn, we're toast. We can't go around it. We can't go through it. We got to turn around and they're going to kill us because they were fleeing the Egyptians, remember? Fleeing what persecutes them and journeying to the promised land. Do you run to what persecutes you or do you run to what sets you free? Now running, I don't know if you've ever run before. I'm sure you have. It, it can suck. <laughs> it's a lot of work to run. huh? It's a lot of work to run. <laughs> It's a lot of work to, to become holy. It's a lot of work to, to, to run to heaven, to become a saint. So they were fleeing the Egyptians, journeying to the promised land. That's work. They get to the, the Red Sea. And what does the Lord do? The Lord says, keep going. Keep going. And they get to the sea, and what happens? It's split in two. Moses is, is obedient. He raises his hands. And the sea splits in two. Yeah, that's great. You know, that's that's that that's a that's a fantastic you know lesson that we learned from Moses. The great things that God can do through us when we surrender, when we trust, when we raise our hands in honor and glory and, and praise to God, the things he can do through us, the seas that can be split, the walls that can come down, the barriers that can be broken, the chains that can be snapped, the things that God can do through us, like Moses, are phenomenal. But I want to focus on just the crowd, just the people, because nine times out of ten in our life, we're part of the crowd. You and I are not Moses most of the time. Now, there are, yeah, there are times when you and I are Moses. When you and I have the, we got the leading role. Da, 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 the star of tonight's show, Moses. Right, we come and, and like we're the star of the show. But most of the time, nine times out of ten, 
you and I are part of the, the ragtag group that's following another Moses, following somebody else. That's okay. That's okay. What? Hey, 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 don't bark. I'm, I'm podcasting. The dogs are going crazy. Um, so what do you do when you're part of the crowd and you get to those spots whenever it's like, oh gosh, we can't go any further. If God has called you to it, that's oh, golly, that's such a cheeky phrase. If God has called you to it, he's going to get you through it. But it's so true. So true. Listen, if God has called you somewhere, it's your responsibility to continue marching. Don't worry about the sea. He will split it in two. Okay? That's something to chew on. When God has called you to go somewhere, what do you do? You go. That is your responsibility. That's your duty. You go. God will split the seas. He will part the waters. Don't worry about the waters. Don't worry about the walls, the obstacles, the barriers, the, the, the addictions, the vices, the struggles you've got. You just keep marching and God will make it happen. That's what Moses is teaching us in, in Exodus 14. That's what all the people following Moses are teaching us in Exodus 14. You get to the Red Sea, don't sit on the bank and cry. Start walking. God never abandons us and He never lets us down. If He's called you to journey, you journey. If He pushes you to your limits, you go to your limits. If He says go, you go. If He says jump, you jump. If He says stop, you stop. That is Christian obedience. And that is faith in its highest form. Obedience is not a surrender of faith. Obedience is not a surrender of control or power. Obedience is the greatest act of love. Because what it does, it says that, listen, I'm surrendering everything I've got, all control to you. Because I trust and believe that you will do what's best for me. I trust and believe that you love me as much as I love you. That is faith. That is obedience at its highest. Don't worry about the seas of your life. The Lord will part them in two. That's just kind of the, the thought that was on my mind tonight. Just kind of want to share it. A very short short podcast tonight. What are the uh, the red seas of your life? They're there. I know they're there. We all got them. It's all right. It's not the end of the world. Just don't stop. Don't stop. Don't when you get to the bank to the you know the seashore. Don't stop and cry. Keep going. If God's called you there, He'll split the seas. He'll He'll part the waters. He'll make it happen. He'll make it happen. When the water was thus divided, the children of Israel marched into the midst of the sea on dry land, and the water like a wall to their left and to their right. That's awesome. Now that's awesome. They go to the sea and what happens is splits and they look to their left and their right and they see a wall of water and they're walking on dry land. That water was just there. Why wasn't it muddy? Because God cleared the path. God cleared the path. 
So often we get to the to the seashore, to the edge of the water, and it's a little bit wet, and we're like, oh gosh, I can't do it. It's muddy. It's hard. I can't do it. Keep walking. Go into the depths of the sea and God will split the waters. He will part the waters. He will dry the mud. He will let you get through. What is a Red Sea in your life right now? What is a Red Sea in your life right now? Something that is that is like a, a facade, a, a, a fake barrier in front of you. What is something in front of you that's, that looks like it's preventing you from moving forward? Offer it to the Lord and march. Give it to God and get to stepping. God is going to get you there. God is going to get you through it. But you got to keep moving. So many things in life we find excuses for. And then we get through them and it's like, geez, why should, why, why did I do that? I should, I didn't even need to make up that excuse. I could have done it. Could have done it. Yeah. In the last podcast, I, I, I don't know if I quoted it or not. I'm reading this. Oh yeah, I did. Was it this one or the last one? Jeez. I think it was the last one. Um, Cameron Haynes wrote this book on hunting in the backcountry. He says, you can recover from a tough hunt, but you can't recover from quitting. You and I are going to be pushed to our limits and we're going to be broken down. Keep going. You're going to be sore. You're going to be broken. You're going to be hurt. You know what? You will recover. And when you recover from being broken, you are stronger. But when you quit... You can never recover from that. What are the red seas of your life? Keep going. Don't stop when those red seas come. Those waters will be parted. Yeah, so just to wrap it up, you know, what are the red seas in your life? Give it to God and keep on stepping. And you know what? Step the very best that you can. Aji quodajis, y'all. Do what you're doing with everything that you've got. And if you're giving it everything you've got, that's a great act of faith. Because that shows that you trust will do that that that, that shows that you trust that God will do everything that He says He'll do. Give it everything you got. Give it everything you've got. That wasn't the best harmonica outro, but <laughs> it works. Listen, y'all, don't quit. Keep moving. Ajikwadajis. God bless y'all. Bye-bye.